0: I think you still have that um, weird buzzing sound in on your end. It's not a buzzing sound, it's like a zzz.
1: Welcome to L&D+, where learning is a team sport. I'm Tom, and in each episode, my co-host Joey and I will bring you real stories of collaborative learning from the world's leading companies.
0: Today we're thrilled to welcome Adam Mitchison, CEO and Damien Shields, CTO of professional mentoring platform My2B.
1: As co-founders of My2B, Adam and Damien are on a mission to make workplace mentoring better for everyone and to help organizations everywhere get their mentoring programs up and running.
0: Today we'll chat to them about how workplace mentoring helps people learn by stealth and why mentoring programs could be the key to great collaboration in the world of hybrid work.
1: But before we begin, Adam and Damien, how about a few words of introduction?
2: Yes, I'm Adam Mitchison, the CEO and co-founder of My2B. Uh, we founded the uh, company based on our own experiences in the professional environment in the corporate world um, and how we benefited from a mentor experience and how life-changing it was for, for both of us. Um, Damien and I have known each other since we were 13. We went to school together wow. and when we were uh, having this discussion around this experience with mentoring, we realized that this was a a mission that made sense to go on together especially as a, I'm a non-technical person and, and Damien is the genius of the technology in the company.
3: So as Adam said I'm, I'm CPO um, Damien Shields um, I've I had a bit of a, a different background to Adam in the sense that I did a computer engineering degree and came out of university panicked didn't feel like I was ready for the real world took the first job that came to me and it set me a few years back and I, I think if I look back on that experience and had I had a mentor at that time just helped me help, help guide me a little bit. Um, yeah. My path would have been a lot smoother to, to where I am today, I think.
1: I should say just uh, for the record, this may be the, the longest running uh, relationship between different collaborators that we've had yeah. on the podcast. So going back to high school, that's a record. I don't think other people will be able to top that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Adam, you've mentioned the idea of workplace mentoring, helping people learn by stealth. Yeah. Um, so why do you think this kind of indirect learning is so much more effective than other learning methods?
2: I think it's the... Uh it's almost the organic way of learning. It's not forced. It's not, um, I think with a lot of L and D platforms that we've seen, I mean, we, we know these are improving. We know they, there's a lot out there that are getting better, but um, I think, you know, log in, tick the box, you've done your course, you've passed the test. Um, you, you've done your bit of training kind of thing doesn't have that much of an impact on people. It's not really actually helping them develop skills. Um, compared to, I think this is something that's also been lost in, in the move to hybrid was that sort of organic and osmosis learning where you sit with someone, you understand how they operate, you understand what they do on a day-to-day, and what mentoring does is not only help with that because ultimately mentoring is about sharing experience and leaning on experience of someone uh, who's a further ahead than you, whether that's you know senior level or just a bit in front of you or a peer with a different perspective. And you're gaining different insights you're learning about different things and learning about different ways of operating and if you're you know in a in a big organization you you're in your department and your department has their way of doing things but you might speak to someone who's a, in a different department who has a very different way of doing things that you can then bring in um and learn from that so it almost helps with that side of things in terms of the the stealth way of developing your skills I think from the perspective point of view, but also the the general nature of it is the soft skill improvement. You know that having that sounding board for someone Mm -hmm. gives them the confidence to then go and share that you know uh, information with their manager or their their seniors uh, or their peers, where they can say, "I've got the confidence now because I've unloaded this you know burden that I had, or I've you know shared this thought and it wasn't you know put out as a stupid idea or whatever, and I have the confidence to share it now." So the soft skill side comes with it as well. I think another um, probably more uh, unknown stealth version of development is from the mentor perspective. So mentors often go into a mentoring relationship purely through you know the goodness of their heart, thinking this is something I know will help someone. I'm willing to give up my time. I'm willing to do that. But statistically, they actually do better out of the relationship than the mentee they develop their leadership skills they have then a higher rate of promotion and a higher rate of pay rise as a result of being a mentor than the mentees do and that sort of catches a lot of people off guard they're like you know it's kind of shocking for them and they think well actually i I never knew that i never never looked at it like that Mm. so that's another sort of stealth way of uh, developing people
1: no that absolutely chimes for me adam and i mean and from a personal experience being um both, you know, a, a recipient of this kind of mentorship and a, a mentor myself, absolutely agree with you on the the kind of tacit or unexpected benefits for the mentor as well. Um, yeah. You know, often in in mentoring yeah. people, you figure out, oh, actually, I do know more about this. I, I can offer some skills here, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you sort of end up surprising yourself. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we actually did a salary benchmark uh, report recently, and we re- we found that people who have had mentoring. Is way more satisfied with their salary. They're encouraged to ask for a raise, or they know Mm -hmm. their value and they feel um, that they can um, ask to be compensated or step up mm-hmm. uh, having that extra support um, so yeah we're, we're really realizing the importance of mentorship on both ends
1: absolutely so Damien you mentioned an early experience with not having access to the right kind of mentorship uh, advice coming out of university I wonder like looking back on that how would you have benefited from this kind of tacit learning um, through mentorship at that point in your life
3: I think it was partly confidence you know for myself to go out there and ask ask the question, mm-hmm. um, as Adam touched on there. Um, I think probably the other element is almost expectation as well, chatting to someone and, you know, realising what it would have been like. You know, we're we're always naturally scared of the unknown. And to chat to someone and realise what something was like up front, it would have given me even more confidence to say, you know, I, I, can, I can do that. I, I can, you know, definitely achieve that point if I... Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, is it the right company? Is this company going to support me? Um, are, those, are those tools there for me to help me develop. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, overall, I think it really comes down to confidence, both from myself and also from hearing from other people.
2: When Great. we first set up the the platform, I think we, we recognised that mentoring can go in many different verticals and apply to many different situations, whether that is from an education point of view, from public sector, uh, networks and cross-company collaborations um but what we really found was the the main traction point was through enterprise and people wanting to develop their people internally and the results then led us down the path of purely working with enterprise um for now um focusing on enterprise and basically developing their people through taking the heavy lifting out of mentoring so going back to our origins of of where the company came from Um, the mentoring program I was part of at BMY Mellon was massively life-changing for me and gave me that big picture perspective and gave me opportunities and a network that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And the only reason my colleagues did not have that experience was scale. Managing a mentoring program manually is impossible. Uh, Trying to match people up, Mm. trying to then find out if they've had a meeting, trying to find out if they've connected, yeah. how it's going. How's, mm-hmm. And and ultimately there's so many intangible benefits of mentoring. How do you then extract that from, you know, a manual or process? And you can't. Mm-hmm. And that's when me and Damien got together and we looked at it from a technical point of view and said, you know, scale is the, is the solution here. Um, technology will, will solve this. Mm. And that's exactly what we do with we, businesses. We we take the heavy lifting out of it. We match their people together we have a a really successful matching process where around 90 percent of the people who are matched will actually carry on their relationship post any formal program we also then provide the tools to give people that they need to develop the relationship you know mentoring is a human experience we don't take away from that by over processing or over technology Mm -hmm. you know uh, with it We, we just give them the tools they need to develop and then we extract all the tangible benefits you know we turn the intangible into tangible data uh, and we can see the results and the outcomes of it and ultimately then what the roi looks like for people so if they're spending money on a, on a platform on a, on a program on a solution we we then deliver the results that say this was totally worth investing in
1: great So this is a question for both of you, Adam and Damien. So when you think about some of the most common blockers that get in the way of companies progressing with their mentorship programs, what are these obstacles and how do you think people can overcome them?
2: What we do that's probably different than most is we have a really good blend of the technology with the human element. So we recognize that matching people is never going to be perfect from a technical point of view. You you need that human element. You need that conversation with someone to know if you're going to click. You know, it's the the same with any human connection. And we have that built into the platform. The technology facilitates that. It doesn't override it. It doesn't doesn't take it completely away. The technology takes you 90% of the way. The final 10% is that human bit that helps you connect. And that's why we've got that highly successful uh, matching rate and continuation rate uh, as well.
3: Yeah, Um, I I
0: think
2: one of the additional things to mention is
3: that where we're different is we don't just say oh here's your match now go away and have that Mm -hmm. that mentorship you know it's a lot of commitment a lot of time commitment people that are putting into it and so what the way we recommend it is that we will suggest people based on the information that we have and and you know that develops over time as an organization uses this longer as well as you know we collect more data but what we do is is we go you know here's a few suggested people we recommend you reach out and have an interest meeting and during that interest meeting, you know, we give you suggestions and we work with an organization to, to help come up with those suggestions on what you can discuss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things like, you know, what are your goals? Do you get along personally as well? Because as Adam's touched on several times there, you know, there's, there's so, so much of a personal element. You've got to get along with someone personally as well as professionally. Mm. cool no
1: that's great um so yeah damien so i mean workplace mentoring is something that's been around for like centuries in different forms you know apprenticeships clerkships different forms of that kind of mentoring relationship um so how exactly is it that technology is i guess breathing new life into these mentorships so what what specific difference is it making
3: uh uh, machine learning is a big one you know uh Mm. there's so much data out there and machine learning just helps us see patterns that we wouldn't have seen before, you can't see from a human element. If you compare this to maybe a more traditional way of having a spreadsheet a spreadsheet of potential mentors and a spreadsheet of potential mentees and having to manually match those up, it's just that it would be a full-time job for several people, mm-hmm. not to mention then the, the need to go away and get feedback from those. You know, Is it improving people's skill sets and are people finding it all worthwhile? Are they more likely to be engaged in the company? Are they more likely to be retained in the company? We send regular feedback loops as well. So we, we, we have milestone surveys as well as general pulse, pulse surveys as well to get the sentiment feeling from people as well as how the program's going. And we can help identify uh, automatically, you know, maybe any relationships that aren't progressing as well as we would hope. It makes the admins of that program easy it's easier for them to reach out and identify or, you know, speak to people that may be, I, I think that probably the key there is highlighting at scale. Mm-hmm. You can't; it, it's not possible to be able to manage, micromanage everyone. But mm-hmm. we can help identify those relationships that maybe need a little bit of a push, or maybe there's something um, that's that's you know maybe not working quite well there. But on the flip side of that, also the ones that are working really well, the people that are really putting in the time and the effort and are really helping develop people, helping highlight those to the admins and ultimately the organisations, because they're the ones that need. Uh, you know, that need promoting. Really, you know, if they're putting all this time and effort in it, and really helping the organisation, then you know, they, they should be rewarded for that.
2: Cool. Yeah, for just, sure. just to add to that, there's um, there was a a conversation we had a while ago with an organisation, um, and it's it's very relevant to what you just said, Damien, about recognizing the people who are delivering. And the company we were speaking to had a had a buddy system where you know you join the company, you're given a a mentor slash buddy. Who is uh, to there to look after you? And through through no fault of their own, the person did their their job. You know, they they showed them where the coffee machine was. They showed them, you know, there's your there's your desk. If you need this, give me a shout, kind of thing. Well, they didn't have really any structure to it. They didn't really mentor them properly. The you know they were just sort of there, like as a if you need something, give me a wave and I'll I'll come and help you. But what that junior person who entered the business then did was they actually identified their own mentor who really did become a proper mentor to them, who they had regular meetings with, who was helping them on a day to day basis, who was really giving some structure and guidance to them. And we pointed out that like, you've got this person who's labeled mentor, who isn't really acting as a mentor, but has the title and the kudos. And you've got this gem of a person who's not been identified, who's actually doing great, you know, great work, showing leadership qualities, Mm -hmm. acting as a mentor, you know and they're not you, you don't know about them mm. and you know this comes back to a really fundamental point of when you speak to any business or any business owner and they say how's, how's business how's things going they'll give you information on their their profit their revenues their headcounts and and all that they won't actually say about the people and when you ask them what's your greatest asset they'll say they're people and when you ask them about the data they don't have it everyone right, identifies right. people as their greatest asset but then very rarely has data and information on how, what's making them tick how are they progressing whether they need a leg up and you know where where are your gaps what how are you doing on delivering on diversity equity and inclusion things like that mm-hmm. the data around it is really weak for, for a lot of it and that's where you know we come in and we go look this is your number one asset we're going to give you the data on it through mentorship to see who's actually you know a future star who's actually worth you know developing where do you want to you know make sure you've not got these knowledge gaps where do you make sure you've not got these um you know underrepresented people aren't being pushed out or where do you need greater attention um and things like that and just give them that insight into it
0: yeah so actually um rather than just being a, a mentor mentoring uh tool it's also like a talent management system in a way like basically like identifying opportunities to improve um giving you a pulse on you know the the retention metrics that that a company needs to to know about
2: yeah in many respects yeah there's a lot of that being gathered as part of it and you know the 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 talent management side of it is one thing and the retention side is as we all know now with the with the great resignation as it's been called and everything happening retention's never been more important um we we also think from a diversity perspective a lot of companies we speak to that they've managed to um figure out the hiring side of for you know hiring more diverse uh people being more inclusive in their hiring processes. Yeah. The problem they then have is when they get through the door, there's no inclusion element. They're not feeling included, they're just sort of they just got them through the door and that's it. So they see the drop off rate yeah. um go. So retention's even more important um and inclusion is a big mm. part of that. And what mentorship can give you is that inclusion because someone comes through the door, it's like, right, here's your manager, here's your team, here's the people you're going to be working with directly. And also here's your mentor who's from a completely different department who you can have as a sounding board, who can help you understand the wider um, company and and other areas of the business and and help you get a bigger picture perspective. And that can then help them feel included in the business as well.
0: And about that, how do you um, help companies uh, maintain diversity also within the the mentors pool. Uh, is is that a, a pain point for companies that that you can help with?
2: Yes, and one one great example we have with with Box was the uh, the mentees belonged to the employee resource groups, and they were part of those like underrepresented groups. Mm-hmm. The mentors were basically anyone, so they were they were from the wider business. They were part of the ERGs. Um, they didn't necessarily have to have set criteria they had to complete unconscious bias training to be part of the program and qualify for that but Mm. other than that they they could be part of any demographic and any any section of the business and that was really powerful in the end because what that did and this is one of the best outcomes we've seen is the mentors for the first time were exposed to the unique challenges faced by those underrepresented people Mm. and Mm-hmm. that was the education piece for them first and foremost yeah. that then led to the culture of allyship and sponsorship as a mm. result because they said i don't know what it's like to be you mm. i now have a better insight i never knew that was a thing yeah i'm going to put opportunities your way i'm going to be your ally and i'm also going to sponsor you when i can see things coming forward and then yeah. that makes them conscious for the other people who were, you know look and feel like that person so it creates that education it creates that awareness but then it has that ripple effect into greater equity greater greater inclusion because the you get the the people who are then going to be you know given those opportunities and then when it comes to the the you know next program the mentees who benefited from that then become mentors so you get that wider diverse pool of people who are acting as mentors Great. Mm. So it's,
1: yeah, it's that, that, building more focus on sort of em- empathetic and understanding leadership, right?
0: Yeah. Awareness. And, 100%, yeah. yeah.
1: So in my experience, and I'm sure in your experiences as well, um, this kind of mentorship can really do a lot to, to sort of identify and strengthen these sort of collaborative relationships between teams. So ha- in your experience with the platform and elsewhere, how exactly is this working and how is it benefiting your clients?
2: One of the biggest values I got about being mentored was building a network um and the platform allows you to network with anyone who's who's on there from that company so um as damien mentioned you can have different cohorts but then you can also be just connecting with people on a one-off informal non-committed relationship so we we will suggest people for you to speak with and it might be that it's um someone in you know someone in the marketing team and you can actually just reach out to them and go hey i see that you're in the san francisco office in the marketing team i'd love to know what that's like um, and then they get a better insight into it. So,
3: what One thing we found from the very early days of the company is how different every organization is, um, how different the people within those organizations are, how different people are from department to department as well. And we realized very early that we need to make this, uh, this platform as, as flexible as possible um, you, you know, in, in how they work and how the mentorships work, how the people want to interact everyone's got different goals, everyone's got different, you know, it, every time we think we've got everything covered, a new one will come along. And we've just designed everything to make sure that we can move fast with that and we always have a bit of an initial um time that we spend with the company to like help them identify and really work and make sure that the platform's going to work for them.
0: Yeah, the way you've designed it is it's also super beneficial for companies now going into this hybrid work world uh, because we get a lot less face time, a lot of the serendipitous like meetings in the office don't happen anymore and the way you design the mentoring platform allows for like these kind of mix uh, and match to happen and facilitate that hybrid workplace do, do people like do companies come to you for for that uh, or do you see that as an unexpected uh, benefit
2: so it's actually it is on purpose um and we've uh, started to see more traction as people have settled into um the hybrid way of working i think for uh, the majority of the duration of the pandemic a lot of people did not know what they were going to do yeah. in terms of are we going to ever go back to an office or we and i think everyone has ultimately settled into the idea of hybrid or most people have and basically most people who want to retain their staff have um because they've realized that that's what everyone is now demanding from an employee point of view But we actually had this on purpose. The pandemic, they actually threw us into a bit of a tailspin because people didn't know what they were going to be doing with employees and things like that. Yeah. Um, And it was actually through some of the early learnings with early customers who are more community-based companies that helped us then deliver for the enterprise, you know, with the learnings from that. And then as they move forward and as things uh, started to happen and the Mm. US has already been ahead of the curve on this in terms of just adopting hybrid working, using software, using tools. And cross collaboration. So we were somewhat fortunate that we, we we saw this coming. We just never expected the scale of it from what the pandemic brought. And you know, the companies I used to work for would never ever have adopted this kind of working. Yeah. It just wouldn't have happened. Like so we, we sort of ruled them out. But now the whole world is onto it. Mm. And this is the way we're going to be working moving forward. Yeah. So now people are actually going, Okay, we've got our video communication, we've got our, you know, what two way communication and multi-communication with things like Slack. Mm-hmm. How do we now develop people? How do we retain our staff? How do we look after them? Mm. And that's where we come in.
1: No, that's that's a fantastic story. And mm. so I wanted to, to dig into that just a little bit more. So I mean, at the moment, MyTB is working with you know some of the biggest names in tech to help make their mentoring programs even more impactful. So I wonder um, if you could just offer like a little more specifics on some of the the projects you're working on in, in particular and how it's benefiting some of these these big players
2: sure so i think the um when we look at the example we have with box the focus there was around developing underrepresented talent um and that was just phenomenally successful uh we started with a a pilot program with them um as we mentioned before with the employee resource groups as as mentees and, and mentors from elsewhere and the impact that that had the way that created that culture of allyship and sponsorship from those who took part and then the ripple effect that's had Mm -hmm. um, has led to where we're moving now, where we're looking at a a global rollout and uh, looking at how that can affect the entire company rather than just a subsection of it.
0: Mm. And when these people come to you, what kind of profiles are they? Are they usually L&D, like HR teams? Are they more C-levels? And do they usually already have buy-in or do you have to help them make the case internally?
2: It is a bit of a mixed bag. Um it can be the L and D people, it can be what we actually one thing we've majorly seen the shift in is the diversity team. Mm. So a year ago there wasn't, you know, that you might be one yeah. person who's a chief diversity officer in a big company or mm. that a handful of them, you know, whereas now it's almost every company has a diversity team and a chief diversity officer. So we, we I think with diversity it's not a new topic. Um it's Finally, hitting the top of the agenda for a lot of people, though, um, mm. and that's where with those teams they're sort of going, okay, we've finally got buy-in, we've got budget, we've got things to do. Where do we start? Yeah. How how do we deliver? And, you know, what we say is that we're turning their policy and taking it and delivering it into action. Mm. You know, taking that intangible ni- niceties around the way companies act around DEI and then taking that into an actionable policy that actually has tangible outcomes. Mm. So if, you, if you're if you trying to, you know, hire someone or bring someone in and say, what are you doing around diversity? They've actually got tangible results they can put in front of people and say, we have a mentoring program and this is what it's done for these people.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Adam, it sounds like from, from your experience, um, you know, with with my2b you obviously ha- must have had some really formative and, and influential mentoring um, experiences in your past in particular so is there one um experience that you've had either as a mentee or a mentor that jumps out that's really shaped what you want to try and achieve with my2b
2: definitely and i'd always go back to that first example of my um mentorship in BNY Mellon as as part of the mentoring program there as the mentee um it was at a time where I was essentially landed in a job I wasn't ever planning on being in, in in an, in a industry I never thought I'd go near. Yeah, and I sort of had that moment of realization, like, oh my god, this is real life. This is what it's like. What what am I going to do? How am I? You know, is this it? And I was trying to figure out my own sense of direction and where this career might take me, and and what ultimately I wanted out of it, and. In my immediate day to day department and environment, I really wasn't getting any answers. I tried to do a few things there to develop things, and it, it sort of, you know, I could t- take it so far and then it would fall down because of day to day things getting in the way. And it was really disheartening. And you're sort of thinking, what am I doing? Where am I going to go? And it was through having that mentor that I was first of all able to get answers to some really simple, basic questions. Um, I think, you know, any big company, any, any big organization, departments you don't understand what they all do job titles might as well be written in a different language you don't know what someone's up to on a day-to-day basis you you know it's like oh that job sounds great you get there and go this is not what I expected so I like as an example was able to go and shadow someone in London for the day and see what they were doing and that department and that was like okay it's not a linear path now it's I've got you know so many different avenues and I've built a network there so when an availability comes up I might go and do that I might look at that and that was that was amazing from building that big picture perspective but the other part of it was a a massive part of it was the well-being point of view so the day-to-day environment in my department that was in was pretty toxic it wasn't a nice place to be Mm. and Mm -hmm. people couldn't handle it and this was a really you know tough economic time where you couldn't just quit your job and go i'll get a job you know tomorrow Mm. get another job um even even you know any job uh part time work and and you know jobs like that were just not available at that point so people would just have to sort of stick it out and they couldn't handle it they they really you know it was crushing people and and it was a really horrible place to be and i think i got through that from that big picture perspective knowing i had a network knowing I also knowing i had someone to speak to about it <laughs> you know i'm not just venting to a mate or something it was like actually constructively speaking to someone about it, going this is not great what's going on where else can i go mm-hmm. it, it was that realization there that i was getting so much benefit out of this that it was genuinely life changing and my colleagues weren't and you're thinking we're all part of the same company we're all part of the same team why are we not all getting this and that was where the you know the idea came from for that it was a case of give everyone this opportunity give everyone equal you know mm-hmm. the equal opportunities to be their best self
1: no that really resonates with me and um I mean, it's not the most positive story given the experience you had, Adam, but um, I mean, I think a lot of our listeners and, and, you know, would have been in a situation there where, you know, you're having a tough time in a workplace and a mentorship or a coaching relationship is one of the real bright spots, you know?
3: Absolutely. I, I think one of the additional things as well is everything's changed so much over the last couple of years where, you know, you go to an interview, it's not just the potential employer interviewing the potential employee, it's also the other way around you know and it's not just you know what's my salary it's, it's how do you help staff how do you help develop staff how do you look after us? how do you uh, you know are you there to help me if, if something's going wrong then people want to know what the career path is
1: mm-hmm.
3: and i think a nice easy way of, of doing that is, is saying you know we've got a mentoring program we'll make sure that yeah, for sure. you've got all the help you need to, to be the best self that you can be
0: mm.
3: you know we, we want you for the long term we want you to grow and flourish with us,
0: yeah. not
3: just come in run some grunt work and then leave in a couple of years when you've got burnout
0: absolutely and I think it's super aligned with uh, the new generation's expectations of work what work means to them Um, it's no longer like a nine-to-five just get this check and move on type of thing but like everybody's trying to find uh, belonging and a sense of purpose and you know growth as well
1: Great. Well, yeah, just to, to wrap up, I guess one, one last question um, and I'll turn this over to, to both of you, um, Adam and Damien, but um, yeah, so what's one thing that you'd really like listeners to take away from this discussion around workplace mentorship?
2: I think for me, it's a case that it's doable. I think, you know, this is where people are, are, find it a daunting prospect. It's, it's new for many people. So if they're thinking about it and they're thinking about the time commitment and how to do it, this is what we're there for. You know, our job is to make your life easier, not to give you more work. So we can help you deliver your mentoring program. We can help you deliver on DEI and your talent retention and acquisition. position. I don't
3: think I can top Adam's answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much to Adam and Damien
1: for joining us. For listeners who wish to connect with other L&D leaders, please consider joining the L&D Collective, our free community where L&D leaders come together to share knowledge, build relationships, and experience collaborative learning in action.
0: If you're looking for more great collaborative learning stories, be sure to subscribe to L&D Plus wherever you get your podcasts. And check out our show notes for more of our L&D resources.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.